For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Full cast after dark. He did it. Hey, you know what you can do if you don't like this here? Free Twitter space sponsored podcast here. You know what you can do? Throw garbage at us because it's the internet. It'll never hit us. Please don't do that. This is, can I, can I read verbatim the text I just got from my wife? Who's in the other room watching the end of the Tennessee game. Please do. There's 54 seconds left. There is tons of stuff on the field. Beer cans, pizza boxes, mustard bottles. They've held the game for 17 minutes. The band is gone. So is the dance team. They're trying to clear the student section, I think. Okay. (laughs) My entire timeline is um, screenshots of a bottle of mustard sitting on Tennessee's field. Okay, this is the one I actually wanted to talk about. First of all, I'm blocking everyone who implies that I watched this game. Okay, but fair. Second of all, I need to know who brought the bottle of mustard to the game and why. Smokey. Okay, follow. Okay, ask and answer. Wait, wait, wait. What's the why, though? Dogs like food. Yeah. What? You're going to get a stadium dog and not put mustard on it? Are you going to trust the nasty, possibly watery mustard that they have at the uh, concession stands for the prized mascot of Tennessee football? You're saying... Tennessee's mascot brings his own mustard bottle for the hot dogs that he gets from the concession stand. Yeah. You can tr- you can trust the hot dogs because they're behind the counter. Who knows what's happening in the concession bar over the counter? There's no control there. I don't want somebody poisoning the dog. Ryan, what do you not understand about OPSEC? So follow up. Now you're saying that Smokey, the, the dog, mm-hmm. threw a bottle of mustard onto the field at the end of this game. Did we see the mustard in flight? Could it have been placed as could a protest? Been, it could have been rolled, maybe. Like a kickball? Like an ineffective kickball? Did, did Smokey tote it across the field in his, <laughs> in his little mouth and, and, and place it as a silent protest? Use, use this. Use the, healing, use the healing powers of yellow mustard. At this point, I've forgotten <laughs> what they're mad about. It was a fourth down review or something, and yeah. They've been mad at a lot of things. Tennessee fans in this game have alternately... Uh, booed injuries they didn't think were real, cheered one injury that they did think was real, uh, yelled a lot, hmm. threw a golf ball at Lane Kiffin. You know, we were asking to embrace soccer, and I think we're getting there. Yeah. What, <laughs> am... what is the... I'm sorry, I actually don't want to invoke soccer because the only take so far of this that I like is from user Maxwell at Maxwell Klitsky on Twitter, who says this has to fall under golf disasters to some degree, right? I, th- I, I think, think he's so. correct. Yeah. Uh, please just go ahead, by the way, spare me every little bit of 
pearl clutching that you might have here. Wait, over... wait, wait. About what? Throwing a golf ball? We say this. No. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's remember we're recording this live. Someone yeah. could be hit with a fucking brick or something. Okay, they I could. am not they complicit could. in that. Sure. I didn't say this. Noted Tennessean Spencer Hall said it. You can reach him at 404. What do you mean I can't read this? Don't know. Do not. They only have to guess the other six numbers. If you want to spare pearl clutching, spare Spencer your pearl clutching. If anyone is actually hurt, then you are free to clutch your pearls at me. That's right. Again, That's right. full again, full information not here. However, I just don't want this to become a like, oh my God, this is the biggest shame ever. It's dumb. Oh, it's, it's dumb, but that's it. Yeah, it's oh. super dumb. Wait, it's going to become this is the biggest shame ever. It's just a question of like to whom the blame gets pointed and why. Who gets like that's the other thing? Who are you gonna blame? Who are you gonna who's SEC blame? Oh. SEC officials for Man, losing control? Okay, all right now. Lane Man, Kiffin. My, my dad said uh, he was inciting. My mm-hmm. dad said the call was correct, which is on. I once again, I haven't watched this. I don't watch these games. I don't need that in my life. Um, but I have been gone from campus too long because Benny Garcia points out that a mustard bottle is a metal detector proof flask. In my day, we used to oh. use a sunscreen bottle. That's why it's time. Tennessee's got to upgrade <gasps> to the like the the thing you got to stand in at the airport that goes and spins. Mm. They got they got to in- investigate your whole person now. Tennessee has been hit with a forfeit warning. Yes. What is what is does that mean? Forfeit, does that mean forfeit a game? Like, you're already losing. I'm gonna you can't apologize. Fire me, I quit. I'm gonna yeah. apologize to any meteorologists on this. I can never remember. Is a forfeit warning? A forfeit has been spotted, and you should take cover. Or conditions are ripe for a forfeit. Oh, that means uh, prepare. James Spann has a number of internet fans who are now going to come after you, accusing you of making light of tornado season. I know <laughs> because I've done this before. Good, that's fine. and and because I grew up in Tornado Alley. That is cited and on the way. It is not conditions. It is it is the one that you're supposed to go to your basement for. Okay, uh, so so a forfeit is has been spotted. That is correct. A cool. forfeit has been spotted. <laughs> it is on the horizon. It does not necessarily mean it is going to strike your house, but it is it is impending. It is on the way. Forfeit warning is such an amazing concept. Like, hey, you're you're you are on the verge of too much rioting. You we, <laughs> we have noted that you are rioting a little. Okay. I better not see a bottle of Worcestershire <laughs> sauce. We At have... that point, it will be a forfeit watch. Hey, if you get brown or spicy mustard, you're out. Speaking of which, we have a request from reader Brian for a canonical breakdown of projectile preference by fan base. Uh, Georgia, Hmm. I'm stunned that it was a golf ball because that feels like the Georgia move. That's what freaked me out because that's not really that. That's not really our shit. This is Athenian. (gasps) False flag. False flag operation. This is Georgia. It would never be. It would never be a Georgia (laughs) fan because Georgia fans know that they've already marked all their golf balls, so they know it's theirs, and that can be traced right back to you. Well, unless he stole this from a community course because they would never play at a public course in state. It's a range ball. It's a range ball. It's a range ball. It must be a tech Uh fan who did it. It was was yellow. It was. Oh my God, tech fans, sleeper cell uh, tech fans. I think yellow indicates putt putt. Which uh... <laughs> uh, Kentucky fans would throw vape pens. South Carolina fans would obviously, I think, throw those little mini bottles of liquor that they love so much. Mm-hmm. LSU fans would throw knives. Yeah. Uh, see, this is uh, this is what also happens when I'm not there. Nobody's throwing a knife. Yeah. I, I feel like they've lost their edge. Arkansas fans would throw spears. 
Mm-hmm. Ar- Arkansas fans would not throw anything because they're too busy filing FOIA requests uh, and doxing you on their phones in the stadium. Yeah. Vanderbilt fans would be throwing credit cards. Okay. I got to tell you, like Star- I bet Starkville fans could do some yeah, damage like with a properly winged cowbell because you can hold it by the hand and kind of throw it end over end like a hatchet. That is why Starkville is the most dangerous place in the SEC to be in the event of a mass projectile event because they have mass projectiles with mass. Those mm. things aren't that they, they aren't light. For no. whatever reason, I I I veer the opposite direction, and I bet like a Mississippi State fan could hit you like dead center mass with a McChicken from fifty feet away. <laughs> What is so funny about the phrase dead center mass with a McChicken? state! I am I am changing that to my Twitter location. You're calling them the gambit of fast food, right? Like, hold yes. on, let me charge this yes. Arby's up here. Time to welcome Fat Gambit back to the show. <laughs> so is the ten as of now, is the Tennessee Old Miss game over? No, I don't know. We have once eight. again. Okay. I won't let him watch it while I'm in the room. Right, so Jason, we don't can know. You, can you give me an update? No, I, I've turned off my TV because uh, this this show requires bandwidth. I just want to point out: four hours ago, Tennessee football posted a tweet that uh, is getting every reply. Is all takes exposed? All takes exposed. Uh-huh. The tweet is the greatest setting in college football. Fuck me! Beautiful uh, no photo of Neyland Stadium. Uh, when there were people in it who were not hurling um, bottles of sweet baby rays and what have you onto the field. Once again, once again, I would remind y'all that I have tried to, how many times have I tried to tell them about these orange pants? Many times. Many, many times. You can't wear the orange pants, ma'am. It opens up some kind of hell mouth. It looks like Tennessee has the ball. The Tennessee just Why is the game still going? Tennessee just converted fourth and eighteen. By the yeah, way, they what might the they fuck might is win. Happening? They might win while under forfeit warning. Yeah, that would be metal as fuck. But I think we all know this. Oh man, They're, now they've cut into Arizona State to show. Uh, I just accidentally saw like three seconds of the game. They are at old. They are at the Old Miss thirty-three down thirty-one twenty-six. With mm. 18 seconds to go, God, and the ball on the Mississippi State on the Mississippi yeah, 33. The 30 it was okay. The game was boring. Can I say one thing about? Wait, wait. I oh wait. Uh, I thought I thought you were talking about this game. And oh, I was thank gonna God, say Ryan's talking over me, so I know it's the full cast. Can I say one thing about Bama Mississippi State? Yes, it was over in less than three hours. God bless him. Thank you, thank you. That's all we have to say about that game. It kicked off at 7.30, and that's 7.30 like on SEC Network, right? Yeah. And when I looked at the clock several minutes after the broadcast had ended, it was 10.32. Can we also knock out Kentucky, Georgia there? Uh, Yes, Spencer has one note about Kentucky, Georgia. Georgia is so powerfully Georgia, they're finding Georgia guys in Napa. Because Brock Bowers had like 100 yards receiving. He was unstoppable, beating people up all day long. Brock Bowers has the name that... Bowers. Brock Bowers has the name that automatically conveys a 40-year-long career in B-grade sports talk radio here in Georgia. He also had a failed... Brock Bowers on the morning zoo. Brock Bowers on the morning <laughs> rush. Brock Bowers has been dismissed from the station. <laughs> um, Brock Bowers is going to do all of those things and have the used car lot. That's just going to happen here. And- oh, no. Oh, no, folks. Hmm. We have 1,997 listeners in the show, which you know what it means. 
One more and it feels it like 98. Feels like almost 98. feels like 98, I baby. Think this, the situation is more dire here. It says we have 2007. Oh my god! No, oh, I got chaos. it. I oh my god! It. I screen capped it at ninety-eight. So yeah, so ten- Tennessee, by the way, getting ready to hurl a couple of desperate passes downfield. See if we can bring this back to something like a game. They're now at the twenty after converting a twelve-yard pass. About to spike. I don't, we we don't need this. I don't um, need to relive this tomorrow when I'm editing this. So well, I would just say, folks, for for you there listening live, we uh, we're aware that the SEC was not the most inco- important conference today. We're sort of knocking out SEC results while yeah. the SEC yeah, winds we're, down. Yeah, we're getting all the we're getting all of this detritus out of the way. Spencer, let's talk about Florida LSU and your recovery oysters. <laughs> so uh, Florida. Coming into the game, LSU was 13th out of 14th in the conference in rushing, averaging about 83 yards a game. Absolutely useless on the ground. Hey, guess what? They set an individual rushing record today against a terrible Florida defense that continues to employ a man who I believe has approximately 38 points of IQ in his head and attacks his own reflection in mirrors because he thinks it's his rival and doppelganger. I don't really know what Todd Grantham does. They give him a million dollars to do it. And Dan Mullen's probably going to end up being fired mostly because of that, because of his loyalty to somebody who has been terrible at every destination he's ever been at and lost games at Louisville, despite having Lamar fucking Jackson as his quarterback. That's what happened. So I ate 40 oysters to feel better. That's what I did. I had 40 oysters. So I ate them. And then what did you eat after that? Two slices of pizza for dinner. Now, what kind of pizza? Oh, Detroit style pizza. Yes. You ate yeah. two hunks of pizza. You I ate, ate two a hunks third of, pizza. of a Detroit pizza I did. on top of the 40 oysters. I did. And then washed it down with with a mango chili, uh a mango chili with chilada. A 40 ounce 40 chili ounce chilada. 40 ounce tall boy mango chili chilada. Go I'm not, gators. I'm not sure I could go kill you. gators. I'm not sure I could kill you with a sharp knife right now. No. I, if I did, I feel like your meat would be delicious. I'm immortal. I We're cannot die. We're just going to feed you some acorns now and rub your coat. Don't worry about why. Yeah, I had bacon and eggs for breakfast, too. I am immensely powerful right now. That's what happened in Florida, LSU, by the way. This changes nothing for LSU. You get another week of, like, illusory living high on the hog when, in fact, yeah, Ed Ogeron's probably still fired. They're going to get rid of him. They're not going to be good because they're not that good. They just faced a team that couldn't defend the same counterplay that they called like 20 times in the second half. A joke of a coach. Oh, my God. Anyway. Hi. How are y'all? I have to say one more thing, which is the Reddit college football account. Tennessee fans are littering the field with trash, period. Very embarrassing, period. Yikes. Now, the proper approach to this is the first reply from the RU Screw podcast. And it says that program has been littering the field with trash for years. Thank you. Thank you. Correct spirit in which to approach this. Uh, uh, Old Miss has won 31-26. Time has run out for Tennessee. Lane Kiffin is proceeding to the middle of the field with his hood up as if it is protecting him from whatever might be thrown at him from the stands. Well, it's not like he crashed his Lexus through a with a co-ed in the front seat. What's he worried about? Why are you talking science fiction, Holly? I would never. This is Old Miss's first win in Knoxville since 1983. Liberty! Liberty, no. Liberty University. <laughs> Liberty lost as a thirty-three-point favorite to uh, to the ULM Warhawks. <laughs> I haven't seen Liberty That's fans really this fun. mad since January sixth. 
There was also August 13th when they thought they were getting, when the MyPillow man promised a uh, the second coming of, of Donald Trump and that didn't take place. So And then what? They were pretty upset. on. The, well, then they lost to the ULM Warhawks as a 33-point mm. favorite. So it's just been a cascading... Um, cascading series of of blunders and shortcomings for and now Liberty. they've got to turn around and go back upstate to be interviewed by the senate commission on monday rough day you know i i this entire thing terry bowden welcome to the resistance he's antifa now antifa um, you know he's kind of shaped like a purple triangle <laughs> he's, he's an unusual man geometrically terry tinky winky bowden Oh no! Wait, which Teletubby is it that's supposed to be Antifa? Is it the purple one or the red one? Purple. I have a both. Which all one of them? you said? It, Whoever per- just said that it sounded like a disembodied like. It didn't sound like any of you that just said purple into the phone. Who was it? That? Must have been Satan summoning the purple <laughs> Teletubby. Was. Yeah, uh, it was Fallwell versus the purple one. Was that was the battleground? Ah, that was that was the culture war. And uh, and guess who won? um that's not the one that really like i know typically on a week on any other week i really the spite joy might have been sparked most by talking about liberty that that ain't the one that's just like making me vibe that's not the one that's like filling my heart with real schadenfreude just the, all the harm joy it's iowa ah oh oh, here God. we go what let's perfection see. Oh, let's go oh, let's see let's kids, are we... friends, parents we got some good news we don't need to talk to your kids about undefeated iowa anymore no so here we are um i'm not sure how many minutes in it's time to talk about the number two team losing to an unranked team we have arrived at that <laughs> tennessee you ruin everything <laughs> an unranked purdue coming in against the previously undefeated six and oh Iowa Hawkeyes, Iowa Hawkeyes. If you said anything remotely askance about the Iowa Hawkeyes this week, you were greeted with choruses of, oh, you just don't like real football. We wave to the kids. We do all of this nice heartland stuff. We're nice, polite people. And Penn State was totally faking injuries to slow us down. I don't know how you slow down an Iowa offense any more than an Iowa offense. It's like saying you put the emergency brake on the emergency brake. One can only get so slow. The theoretical limit has been approached and touched by every single Kirk Ferentz offense ever, but they still believed it. I just want to send out some love to the people flooding my mentions right now, talking about how they either wish they could give up watching their alma mater or they have, and their life has improved. There's 75 games every Saturday. Y'all, you don't have to live like this. You could watch Iowa lose to Purdue. I'm watching Arizona state right now. It's terrific. Join us. Join us. You gave that school four to seven years of your life. Go Vols. You don't need to give them anymore. The, the joy of watching Iowa absolutely get cranked in this game. Sorry, last thing, last thing I swear on Tennessee Ole Miss is from Dingers and Frogs. It wasn't a golf ball. It was a souvenir replica sun sphere. <laughs> that makes more sense. This is good and that's as good a note as any to sew that sun one up. Sunsphere is a as a golf ball on a tee, though. Mm. Already. Mm. Um, Maybe it's there to taunt Georgia. Hey, we got a big golf ball and you don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our so golf coming balls in, be bigger. we got water and golf balls. 
coming into this game, obviously Iowa being up at number two, being uh, undefeated, these things are unusual, not unprecedented. Um, they, you know, they were playing their usually brand of ugly football that uh, everyone laughs at, and then Iowa fans get a little bit sensitive about the laughing. Um, what sensitive? There are several undefeated teams still remaining in the country. <laughs> uh, some of like whom. Are- whom? Kentucky has fallen. Um, Wake Forest uh, is still the the menace lurks and lingers. Um, Things are still weird, but uh, with Iowa, when it comes to Iowa, I think a few few chickens came home to roost. It's a farm term. Um, We have, you know, sort of a... a, a, uh, There was a reversion of the mean as far as the turnover luck goes on the Iowa Hawkeyes that... uh, it swung way back the other way. Purdue picking off, I don't even know how many passes. It felt like about 37, um, especially toward the end. It seemed like every Iowa pass was picked off. The official number is four, but that feels uh, inadequate. That feels spiritually low, at least. It, 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 there was a point if toward the end where it's... mathematically. Yeah, there was a point toward the end where it felt like there was a four in about a minute. Um, but yeah, Iowa got iowa basically. Purdue just said, we're just going to gather a lot of turnovers the kind of thing that you uh that you had coasted to your 6-0 record on and um <laughs> the other thing is purdue being purdue like everyone has their thing every 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 school is good at something um purdue has wins against top two teams specifically teams ranked exactly number two um from ESPN, Purdue has nine wins versus AP top two teams when unranked. The most by any team. No other team is more than four. <laughs> Purdue uh, and Purdue is uh, they they also had the previous one, which was uh, Purdue beating Ohio State. So two in a row by double digits is the first time that's ever been done. So basically, if you're ranked number two and you're playing Purdue, I don't know what you do. Uh, that's what you know. What you do, you throw shit on the field until you get a forfeit warning, so you don't forfeit have to warning. deal with Purdue. <laughs> forfeit warning. Hey, what if what if the crowds instead? What if the more organized student sections instead took on the burden uh, from certain schools of faking faking injuries to slow down the game? What if you just throw shit? Yeah, come on, put your money where your mouth is. Don't just sit there and like you know malinger from the stands. Throw mm-hmm. something. Let's see those principles in action. I. If you did not watch this game, by the way, it's not like Purdue had a, a really great day passing the ball to everybody. No, no, they did not. They had a really great day passing the ball to David Bell. David Bell had 240. Are you, are you saying they had a bell cow? They had a bell cow and they, and it was, thank you. <laughs> David Bell had 240 yards receiving um, on 11 receptions. Can I, can I pause for a reading? Please. Because we have long enjoyed Treblaw on this program as a fine and upstanding member of the Trace McSorley Club Me with a Shovel Daddy segment of Penn State Twitter. And Penn State was not technically involved in this game tonight, but they were spiritually involved. And I would just like to, to take a couple of moments to appreciate the book of Treblaw. <clears throat> Says Treblaw on Twitter. At Treblaw, I would absolutely shit on my porch if I lost at home to Purdue while ranked number two in the nation and talking an exorbitant amount of nonsense. Tweet continues. 
spent all week, the entire week, asserting an injury conspiracy was deployed against them in a win, and then they showed up at home with that. LOL, I would be sick. All caps. All caps. Thank you, Treb. We appreciate you. An injury conspiracy against a team that moves at geological pace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like yeah, injury conspiracies are fucking stupid. Like when fans boo the the uh, you know minimally compensated college students for possibly being hurt. That's fucking bullshit. When your grown ass ten million dollar coach is joining in, that's fucking bullshit. That that that's so fucking stupid. UTSA is still undefeated, by the way. Rank them, you fucking cowards. Yeah, they, they had a rough week. And by the way, like this is where the thing. If I go to Tennessee fans and I'm like. Hey man, y'all were absolute like like that was absolutely nuts of you to throw garbage they know on the that. field. You think they don't know that? No, they're yeah. Now if I do, it, no, a, knowing it is not the problem. They're not going to say, "Oh, we're nice." No, they're no, not. They're no, not. they're not going to do that. They won't. <laughs> Iowa fans are going to sit there and taunt a college athlete oh. for being injured in a game, and then they're going to go, "No, but we're nice. We do nice things." Stop it! Stop that bullshit! It's absolute garbage. Oh. Just be like, "We're jerks." No one likes us. We don't care. The, the one question is who ranks number two now? I've seen a lot of people discussing this. Like, holy shit, Cincinnati's number two. Um, I just want to mention. Me? Sure, that'd be nice. That'd be fun. I just want to mention one thing. Um, Michigan, for some reason, is still way underrated, <laughs> which is like, it's weird. And it's kind of funny that Michigan is underrated. It's just a fact that like, if the playoff committee were ranking things right now, they would just march in and Michigan would go broop. All the way up to number two. And not just to screw Cincinnati, like, it is weird that Michigan is, like, not already in the top two, three, or four. Mm. But, uh, yeah, expect Michigan to sort of uh, take a big jump as soon as the, I guess as soon as the uh, the Tuesday rankers show up. Mi- Michigan is so cool with, with everybody forgetting about him, right? Michigan is so cool with everybody forgetting about them. This is part of it. Michigan, stop being shy. Go to the front oh, of the room. Man, I like Michigan back in their analog days, man. The sound is just so much warmer. Michigan, you got something to say. You got to come stand at the front of the class. Come on up. Don't be shy. Um, we had one more notion to highlight from the Iowa-Purdue game, and it is we have an early season Bradley Van Pelt Award candidate. Oh, in Purdue? The dude who poured the beer. Oh, yeah. Number 69. Was it? Re- it was not. No, go look. You are making that up. No, I'm- it was. No. That, Did we bother to learn his name before the show started? Number 69. Number 69. Okay. That's, that That's all you need to know. Hey. Was, no, Greg Long. Greg Long. Michigan fans are tweeting at me, asking me to stop calling for them to be ranked number two. I will not. No, that's, <laughs> you're next. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's up, Michigan? Just hope, hope you don't play Purdue is all I can advise. Yeah, no, that was Greg Long, number 69 of Purdue. Long 69, <laughs> dumping beer on himself. Dumping, dumping a whole. By the way, that's a beer that somebody like presumably, <laughs> like, I don't know, they threw it onto the field. So that was happening all day today in college football. Somebody uh. threw a can of beer and he immediately took it and chucked it through the face mask like a warrior. Like a warrior in a face mask. Like a warrior in a face mask. Just chucking it. Um, oh, sorry. We have a text from our Michigan correspondent. All caps. Michigan underrated motherfuckers. Just like Philip Sheridan in the Shenandoah Valley. <laughs> <laughs> You're goddamn right. So those of you on Twitter spaces, we so do Felder, have Felder, Felder on our Zoom. Your phone. And we will get him onto your phone as we can. 
Yeah. Yes, we have to do. Or many. we could just sit here and he could. The listeners could guess who Felder's trying to talk about. <laughs> I would also. Mm-hmm. We're professional journalists. We are professionals, and this is definitely a professional operation. Um, Jay Arnold, I see your laughing emojis. Stop teasing us. Thank you. O- overjoyed, by the way, at Purdue getting this opportunity to do it. Uh, Purdue is now two and one in the Big Ten, which is, you know, frankly, uh, you know, not quite as good, but close as Iowa at three and one. Iowa, you just go back to, I don't know, making the Outback Bowl again, playing a terrible Florida team, maybe beating them and feeling really good about yourselves, which you shouldn't do. We lose every week. You're nothing special. Nothing special. And you're not nice either. Stop pretending you're nice. (laughs) We do nice things and we're nice people. No, now they're nice. Now that they're not good at football, they can go back to focusing on being nice. No, that's true. You can go back to being Iowa nice. Yikes. Whatever that is, state full of aluminum sheds. Man, I still don't see Felder as a speaker in here. That's okay. We'll, we'll keep going until we figure that Can out. Can I invite him? Sure. Probably. Let's, let's all invite him. Hmm. Why not? Get Felder on here. I don't even see Felder in. Get Felder on here to talk about how wonderful games that last three hours are, which What's I fully happening? agree with. The games that last three hours are absolutely tidy. God, I... Just to start talking, by the way, Jason, you have been on the bandwagon of Bo Nix is an actually good football player. Yeah, I think that's how I'd put it. I looked up his passer rating the other day. Uh, It's it's like a solid 97th in FBS, and I'm comfortable with that. I'll stand on that. (laughs) You should bank it. (laughs) Take it to the bank, brother. (laughs) Felder, I'm not seeing you in the Twitter space. Are you sure you're in here? Like, I don't see him as even a listener. Hey, Lincoln Riley is aging into a stoops. Has anybody else noticed this? He is starting to look a little stoopsy. Okay, so that means you're in here. So I will. But we can't see you. Yeah. If everybody can. He's a ghost. If everybody can hear Felder, just give like a thumbs up if you can. If you hear Michael Felder, he's the different new voice on here. By the way, Utah, Utah, Arizona (laughs) State, not a bad little late night game we got going here. I'm very, I'm very fond of both of these yeah, teams. I thought today was mostly boring. Is there but... anything being thrown on the field? Because if not, uh, you can keep flags. it. Flags. No. Flags only. Uh, can we talk about how Cameron Rising is an amazing Tribulation Force name? Cameron Rising. Mikey Felder. Uh-oh. Did Mikey Felder figure it out? Is he in the out? building? But yeah, I, I really enjoy that both of these teams really uh, just seem focused on hitting each other as hard as possible with scoring being a secondary concern for either. It's gorgeous. Very Herm Edwards. Yes. Can we mention Minnesota, Nebraska, <laughs> which uh, unfortunately did some damage to the uh, the cause? I will remain undeterred in uh, my belief that hey, Nebraska is pretty day. good at college football. It, it's it's broken bits of chair trophy day, so something good came out of that. Good. Would yeah. you like Would you like a um, disconcerting piece of information that I'm ninety percent certain is true? Sure, we it's all do. Enough. I can't wait. It's good enough for after midnight. Minnesota controls its own destiny in the Big Ten West. Oh my God! They have How? they have two losses. So they have two losses, but only one is in conference. It was the Ohio State loss week one, and so therefore they can just if they, if they do, and I'm not saying they will, but like the Big Ten West is kind of weird enough that like sure, let's put that on the table. Minnesota could win the West. Just a thing. Hmm. Uh, can we mention Michigan hockey beating the two best teams in Minnesota this weekend? Yes, we can, Michigan fan. 
We could totally do that. It has nothing to do with football. But why do you want to be noticed all of a sudden? Because now we're going to go, oh, by the way, your football team's really good, too. Let's put them at two. I think they're trying to distract us from their football team. Um, so speaking of Nebraska from uh, Nathan Bingham on Twitter, Nebraska is ditto the Pokemon. It, uh, it becomes slightly worse version of whoever they are facing. And I feel like this sums up Nebraska really, really well. <laughs> they're, they're just budget whoever they're facing. And, and, and Minnesota is already quite budget. So if you're, if, you're, if you're knockoff Minnesota, then you're like third-rate Western Michigan a week after nearly beating the number two team in the country, Michigan. So you're saying they're like the slightly less talented Mr. Ripley, only they <laughs> they sort of fail to kill the person that they're trying to imitate, right? That is the, absolutely where the similarities stop, yes. Yeah. The, the quite a bit less talented Mr. Ripley. <laughs> the quite a bit less talented Mr. Frost. Significantly. <laughs> I too am a Michigan. I too am a Minnesota. You like to run split zone out of shotgun? I like to run split zone out of shotgun for slightly fewer yards. Okay, is Twitter space still fucking up? Can we not get Felder in here? In what sense? Uh, it still says it's not acknowledging that Felder is in here. That is so. This is exactly what happened to me the first two weeks of the show, and we never figured out how to fix it. It just went away. Nah, I'm a, I, it's, it's not working. Felder, let's just let's turn Felder loose so he can have a beer. This sucks, man. We have talks. That's okay. We'll get Felder on next week. Have have some beers, Felder, on us. Felder, do you want to just hang out? You know, you could just <laughs> sit in the Zoom, be invisible to everybody else. Yeah, Douglas sent <laughs> no the one invite, really and what... I can't see you in here. No one knows what's happening. All right. All right. Thanks, Felder. Thanks, Felder. Sorry. Uh, please follow Mike Felder at the bleachers. <laughs> I <right>. would... <laughs> <laughs> Folks, for the record, uh, in, in case, you know, since since you apparently can't hear Felder, uh, he is now sitting in on our Zoom and um, providing us uh, mental guidance. He's just cussing. It's great. So please follow In the Bleachers on Twitter for his efforts tonight. Yes. Yeah, listen, you should be anyway, but. Pod, yeah. Uh, and follow his, his newsletter on Bulletin, which is a brand new thing that I really like. Yeah. Michael Felder, MVP all around. He's so good. We're going to keep him on the podcast, even though you can't hear him. Joining the ranks of, yeah, joining the ranks of like really the only member of the club to get that honor so so far was Brian Floyd, who's also in the building right now. It is now canon that Floyd and Felder are on at all times. Floyd and Felder on at all times. It is now canon. I would really like to highlight one thing, by the way. Auburn has won six games in a row. Or five, no, five, I'm sorry. They've won, have they okay, won five in a row. A we got five. What are you talking That's, about? Wait, Spencer. No, no. there's an they Auburn stat. I'm going to get to. I'm going to. No, there's an Auburn stat. I'm going to get to. Here. That's Hold not on. it. Okay. No, okay. it's totally Jesus wrong. Christ. It's wrong, right. y'all. Didn't All right, you do this buddy. Last week for let's, something completely different. Can, yeah. Let's try it again with the prepositions and clauses and stuff this time. <laughs> You're doing fine. Come back. You're doing fine. His fucking headset. No, no, and when no. he comes back, he's, he's going to scream. It's going to oh, blow my ear he's, out. He's battered the Tennessee fan with a jar of <laughs> <laughs> That man threw his headset on the field. All right, all right, all right. Okay, go ahead and throw your play sheet into the stands, Kippikins. What has Auburn like won it. six times in a row? No, I'm going to reboot on this. Y'all talk about something else. I'm going to reboot. Okay. Uh, 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 church group lock-in? Yes. So uh, we need to shout out two teams for special achievements this week. Auburn's um, win streak is an ongoing investigation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Spencer is conducting it. I, I, Arizona I, at Colorado. 
was oh, your sickos game of the week between quite arguably the two worst teams in the power five arizona itself has a case entered the week already with a case for the worst team in all of fbs which is very difficult to do for a power five team um and the way this game turned out it greatly bolstered Arizona's case to be the worst team in all of FBS because the Wildcats suffered a 34-0 loss to a, a quite bad Colorado team. A team that entered on a four-game losing streak that had gotten blanked by Minnesota itself. Hadn't had a close game before this one since they almost scored a transitive victory over Alabama. Um, but you, never, never mind that part. Um, Arizona now squarely controls its destiny as the uh, as the worst team in Power 5. It'll be difficult for anyone to contend with that um, and can make a legit, very legit run for the title of worst team in FBS, which it's just hard to do. Like, even some of those, like, 0-12 Kansas and Rutgers and that year Washington went winless, like, still, if you look at computer ratings and stuff, they, they, might, they might not necessarily have been the worst team in FBS. Arizona's making a run, and that is special, and I think it should be honored and, and cherished and remembered. And Jed Fish's cultural overhaul might need another year or so in the oven hey but at least arizona football is fun again thank you thank you yeah we're paying attention that's what it's all about um the other team that we need to shout out is your our yukon huskies oh oh speaking of teams that actually won something today who are out of the running for the title of worst team in fbs because they beat an fcs team by six points uh, I think slapping down a Hail Mary on the last play. Ignore all that. They won a game. UConn won a game for the first time in literally two calendar years. And that's exciting. That's awesome. We love our UConn Huskies. Well, let me go ahead and say this, by the way. UConn doing everyone a favor. First of all, don't sell that short. You're going to say, oh, football, you beat a top 10 university. That's what I'm going to say. UConn beat a top 10 university in the world. Top 10 in what? Who, who cares? All right. Also, by the way, Yale, they employed all of their tricks. They tried the overthrow of the Shah of Iran. They they ran the <laughs> uh, subvert the Fed. They ran the uh, take over the State Department again. Yes, yes. They ran the Federalist Society runaround. They they tried all of these things and they still did not beat the Yukon Huskies. So defeated like a brunch that includes gratuity. Yeah. Just slammed it mm. out of existence. Well done. So here, late breaking news, I've just been uh, sent a tweet. So last week was FCS Blood Week, all right? Um, this week, apparently, I have just been informed is Division Two Blood Week. Here's a tweet from Chuck Bittner. Uh, number 10, West Alabama. Number 9, Harding. Number 8, Wingate. Number 7, Slickery Rock. Number 6, Grand Valley. Number 4, Northwest Missouri. And number 1, West Florida. All lost. Uh, a correction, number nine, Harding one. Excuse me. But still, <laughs> that's what, half the damn D2 top 10 lost today? So there you go. Yeah. Man, now I wish we had God friend here. There's a dude in my mentions tonight who is glad, who thought that we needed to know that he is glad that Tennessee ran off Greg Schiano so that Greg Schiano did not have to suffer through this. He's concerned <laughs> about Greg Schiano's emotional well being. And then, like, I was like, man, that's a fucking weird tweet. And then, like, 45 minutes later he's like i find it problematic to root for old miss because rebels i suggest they trade in the old confederate mascot for an x-wing pilot and somebody informs him that old miss has not actually used that mascot since the 90s and he's like gotcha still old miss rebels conjures a certain image thank you dan f for updating us on old miss football 
a team that we knew nothing about before tonight. Do you know where you are? I also like the, um, hey, Ooh. has anyone thought about Ole Miss having a Star Wars mascot? Yes! Oh my In God, 2021, Blake. I almost feel bad. Yeah, only for like 15 years now. Oh my God, are what you, if you new? What if you made Coke for people on diets? I'm sorry, I wasn't <laughs> even going to say anything after him worrying about... I, I was not even going to say anything after the the I'm worried about Greg Shiano's emotional health tweet because this is obviously a deeply disturbed individual. But when he said, have you ever thought about Ole Miss having a Star Wars mascot? <laughs> Oh, buddy, we got to send you back to the Redbird Reading Group. Have a good night. So, wait, I'm sorry. I forgot where we were now. You don't get the show, damn. An update on Kiffin's golf ball. He has apparently brought it to the postgame presser. It's it's now his mascot. Oh, that's going up his ass. He's very, well, possibly. (laughs) It's quite possibly. And if if that happens, I suspect he will post about it. Um, Do you know what the the ER? Do you know what what he's going to hear at the ER? Again. (laughs) (laughs) yeah because it's in knoxville so like this is yeah he's he's definitely been up to this in knoxville before (laughs) it's all right the sheriff's department is well used to covering for lane in knoxville (laughs) i oh i i I so enjoy time i so enjoy by the way that that was even like like that you couldn't even gin that up because it was like it was just there a year he's just there like ah we're still mad nobody has a memory that long Nobody. The people who were mad, they were just going to be mad about something. Especially because they wanted to hire him, like yeah. two two years ago, and now they're yeah. pretending he's a, he's a massive heel. You just like feelings. You just like feelings. He's not, he's not even that. Crazy. You're just like you're just like you're just like experiencing emotions, all of them, all of them at once, as many as possible. Which I'm all for. If you really want to get in touch with all of them, just be the biggest (laughs) emotional wreck of a man you want to be. What do you want to do? I need a heel for my football team. Coach, please come home and coach our team. (laughs) Fuck you, coach. I'm throwing mustard at your head. Is this right? Does Wisconsin also control their own destiny in the Big Ten West? Does everyone? I guess when you think about it like that, yeah. It's possible. Maybe everyone does. Manifest Westiny. Except for Nebraska. Except for Nebraska. God damn it. Always picking on my Huskers. My beloved pretty good Huskers. Always pretty, catching strays. This is the, the things that I will avow to be pretty good, despite all evidence. Bo Nix is a pretty good quarterback. That's fine. <laughs> so he's, that's fine. Damn. He's fine. Bo Nix is fine. So the let's, Huskers, let's be clear the Huskers though, are a hotter Nix, take than Bo Nix. If you put Bo Nix on Nebraska, they oh, would Michigan. Shit. They yeah, now Michigan. we're cooking. Now we're cooking. Oh, I love that team. <laughs> you would love that team too, Spencer. Don't even lie. I would. I'd be like, man, have you seen this hot mess of farmers? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to put Bo Nix on Nebraska. We're going to run the triple Spencer, option. I think it's called a hot dish. A hot dish. <laughs> hot Nix. Hot Nix. Uh, <laughs> this is a transfer I need to happen. I need Bo Nix to be like, it's only one place that I would leave the Auburn family for. I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave the Plains. For the planes. Yeah, that's it. I can only, only flat places. Only flat places. My vertigo kicks in if I am not surrounded by anything but the luxurious planes. What's the combination of that and the most flat ass? You know what? I actually can't go here. <laughs> I'm just going to pull the emergency brake for you there. Is that also Wherever about that's Kiffin? Going, Sometimes just... I forget that we're live. Yeah. Is, is that also about Kiffin? You know, he's actually gotten a lot better about that. He has.
drive them home now. And that's the kind of operational security you can only learn at Alabama. So somebody put this vision in my head on Twitter today, which was talking about Spencer Rattler, who will transfer from Oklahoma in all likelihood. Um, now that Caleb Williams has the starting kick there, somebody said, yeah, you know, he might go to Arizona. And then there was a pause and a period in the tweet and a sentence, that, you know, full space return. Next one says, I can't think of anything he could do to get benched at Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> like you could just go out, you could go out there on a hover round. Do you could go you out want. there on a power wheels. Just <laughs> <laughs> Playing time available here in Arizona. <laughs> He was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, he was heavily recruited by Arizona, Arizona State. Um, you know, you'd, you'd obviously there's one of those programs that's more prestigious. One of those universities is among the most prestigious in the world. But uh, Arizona, man, you can do whatever you want there. Man, you know what? If you throw your 14th interception of the night at 2:30 Eastern, nobody gives a shit. <laughs> it's fine. Go ahead and do it. Arizona, I believe, now has the longest losing the the longest time since they last won in all of FBS, now that UConn has won. I think I have that right. They already had the longest number of losses in a row. <laughs> the number that I completely made a hash of is this, that Auburn has won six in a row against Arkansas. Yes, their, you did it. Is, it is their longest win streak against anyone. <laughs> Boom. How hard was it to remember the team that they were actually playing as part of that fact? Evidently pretty hard, Holly. Evidently was it, it was pretty difficult for me, but Spencer, I made it through it. Were you just blocking it out because it was your blo- beloved Razorbacks? Is that it, what was. it was. I just, I just, I just was hurting. Just, just too full of Fayetteville. I'm too full of Womp. I was too full of pork. Hey, speaking of voices that we really like to do, I have no desire to talk about the Miami UNC game. Can we talk about the fucking stranger danger handshake that Mac Brown gave Manny Diaz on the field? Have we're, y'all all seen this? Uh, we're going to describe it to you at the end of the game. It's, Mac Brown and, and Manny yeah, do Diaz the, meet. Do the play. Do the play by play. So here. they meet. They meet for the post game handshake. Manny, of course, wants to die. Which, if you saw the way that game ended, yeah. Which, which Manny Diaz does not have one of those stoic faces. Like Scott Frost, I'm pretty sure wants to die like 23 hours of the day. <laughs> yeah. At this point. But Manny Diaz but is like a fairly like normal human, right. as, as far as like emotional displayed emotional spectrum well, seems. Well, to it's be. that that Manny Diaz when he gets stressed, his lips completely disappear. Which he same. starts the jut, you know, the chin starts to jut forward. Mm. He clearly looks like he's in a lot of distress, and and he. That's why I find him so relatable. I know, like he gets out for the handshake, and he looks like he wants to die. I'm not and joking, the first Manny. Thing I see- love you, man. I'm sorry this is happening. And the first thing he sees is what. A beaming Mac a Brown, beaming Mac Brown, just a glowing towards him like motherfucking goose, just gooey, moisturized, oh, looking God. all kinds of vibrant, Martha looking ten years Stewart's younger. Skincare regimen has mm-hmm. been treating him right. Mac Brown bathes in La Mer, mm-hmm. and you gooey. know it. Spencer said Mac Brown is gooey. Mac Brown walks like he's wearing ten petticoats. Yeah, and that's the best possible way I can describe. Mac Brown it. is also one of those coaches who. When he loses, he looks 75. When he wins, he looks yes. 45. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he had just won. So he walked out to Manny Diaz, who clearly wants to do the grip. And, who is doing, the grip. He was doing the polite thing, right? So he goes in for the grip and grin. He wants to do the grip and grin like, like out, gone. Mac two hands him. So you'll see mm-hmm. this a lot with coaches, right? You'll see them go in for the handshake and reach around for the fist pound in the back. Uh, not reach around as in the golf ball that's going up Lane's ass. Reach around as in... <clears throat> The, the arm curves around the shoulder blades and pounds uh, two to three and times. And what? Sorry? And pounds? Are yeah, we talking the, the, to, oh, the, talking the fist, Lane again? Fisting, yes. Got uh, it, got it. Uh, but 
Mac instead gets uh, with, I guess, what I guess is his left hand gets Manny by the elbow as though he's, you know, escorting him in his, his escorting him into the, to the supper room. And you can see in even not that large a screen, you can see his fingers kind of sink into Manny's arm. Like he's holding him in a death grip and he starts talking. Yeah. And the agony on, I can't imagine Listen, I'm pretty mad about what happened in Knoxville tonight. Mm-hmm. I would rather have been there and taken that entire press conference than be in front of Mac Brown in that situation. I swear. Now- I've had to walk out of the Alabama student section where I was sitting when Terrence Cody beat Lane's Tennessee team mm-hmm. in Alabama, that, that fucking 13 to nine game or whatever it yeah. was. And I would rather do that again than be in front of Mac Brown when he's in that chatty mood. So Mac Brown is looking at him in the face and what's coming out of his mouth. You imagine is something like, Oh, it's awful. It's something him going, you know, you're a young coach and that's a young team. And I see real improvement and you're doing, you're doing a lot of good things out there. It's all, it's all going to come together for you eventually, buddy. That's just how it's going to be. Oh no, Ryan, I hate to put you on the spot, but do you think Mac tried to speak Spanish? Cause we've heard that before. Because Mac, if you've never heard Mac Brown attempt to speak Spanish, he sounds like Peggy Hill. I, I think he was I think he would have gone much slower. He yeah. appeared to be speaking at his regular pace. And I think Mac doing Spanish would have been like noticeably. Because like, if you've ever heard Mac try to speak about a player with any sort of <clears throat> vaguely Hispanic or Latino last name, it sounds like Peggy Hill chopped and screwed. So doing all of those. So he's doing all of those things. And that's what's coming out of his mouth. But what is actually like coming off of his person in terms of vibes is thank you so much, Manny. Your sorrow makes me younger. Every <laughs> single loss that I get from a younger coach, it just keeps me alive. Look at it. I can just feel your life force. I'm sucking it in through my palm here. And the longer I hold it, the younger I get. Well, I'm at 52 back down to 51. Oh, man, I'm going to get a 47. We skipped a few there. Now I'm going to keep you here a little bit longer. Just he sounded like like he looked like Colin Robinson, energy vampire on what we do in the shadows. He's just sitting there just sucking the energy out of this man. It was amazing. It was the pettiest shit I have ever seen out of a man who had to already be an emotional husk after what had transpired on the field. And you could just see him being like, all your pain is better than Juvederm, my son. Yeah, I'm just going to sit here just like I'm just going to sit here and pull it out of you that's me just a big old battery just chart just going to leave you a piece of leathery nothing here just sitting here in the middle of the field thank you very much it's 43 i'm gonna go lose to wake forest soon like yeah that's i don't know is unc already lost to wake forest i lose track probably most people probably yeah so does you yeah ryan says no it's on the way i don't know it's coming this could be one of his tricks it's coming then dave clausen's gonna walk out there and be like not this time, fucker. Don't touch me. Don't yeah. touch me. He's going to have gloves on. What is, okay, shit, this is where we still need Steve Adazio in the conference. Can you imagine if Mac tried to grip and grin him? <laughs> oh, God. Go. Oh, God. Does UNC play Pitt? Has that already happened? Yep, sure do. They they have by next week, Notre Dame, Wake Forest, Pitt. Ooh, I'm that's three losses right there. I'm just imagining Matt Brown trying this on Narduzzi, who is one of the most intense speakers in real life that I've ever seen. 
I think he'd love it. I think he'd love it. I think he'd be like, oh, you felt my muscles. He's if like, I'm strong. Listen, I'm concerned. If UNC beats Pitt, he's going to drain Pat Narduzzi like the dark crystal. That's, no. Well, <laughs> Pitt's going Pitt's, Pitt's to win the ACC, so we don't have to worry about Pat Narduzzi being drained like a dark crystal. Pitt is so seriously on the way to winning the ACC. <laughs> Wait. What we once started as a joke has now become reality. Pitt oh. is totally on the Maybe way to win. Maybe you were joking. We've never told a joke on this program. <laughs> Many people have pointed this out. Now that Pitt is uh, officially really, really good. <clears throat> Again, uh, Michigan's the number two team in the country. Pitt's like number 10 or so. Just go ahead and make it, make it so. Um, now that Pitt is taking a break from being the super weapon, uh, the super weapon status, it's Purdue's. They were always in the running. Like They were, they were always right there. Historically... They're even more of a super weapon because while Pitt was winning national titles and shit, Purdue was being the super weapon. So like Purdue was being an engineering school. Purdue engineered the Death Star. Have in you fact. ever been to West Lafayette? You could build fucking anything up there. Yeah. Nobody'd know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. At, at the moment, as Pitt continues its meteoric ascent to Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, Purdue takes over as the team you don't want to play if you're number two specifically. Yeah, can can you pick it? By the way, uh, thank you to reader Brent McHugh for providing us video of this Mac. Oh God, I forgot. At one point, Manny actually tries to pull away, and Matt grips and pulls him back. Yeah, he's like, "No, get over and here." Manny has to go. There's their state troopers are shaking hands, and I'm like, "Can one of these state troopers intervene and get Matt's weird fucking paw off his arm?" Now I got another couple if, of listen, years to pull out of if here. If Matt Hold had on. done this to a sideline reporter, we would be calling the cops. Like this is just oh god, and he's trying to keep it going too as he walks away. Anyway, go look in our uh, go look in our Twitter feed if you're listening right now because we have video of this and it is bone chilling, haunting. Oh god, my skin is trying to crawl off my body, and it'll still probably get more yards. So I think um, someone just sent me a note, and I think this. So the UNC weight game is again a non-conference game. We're doing that again. Oh sure, sure. So I don't know if um, Max Vampire Powers um, work in non-conference games. So oh, that could be the point. loop. That could be what trips us up. Like he goes in and he's like shocked. Why isn't it working? Why? And then Dave Clawson defeats him. And then also what? Uh, also what if he's like? What if he does pull the life energy out of Narduzzi, but it's so chaotic and intense that Matt can't handle it? He's like, oh, this is this feels terrible. <laughs> this is ghastly. It's in my system. He, making he, my sales all he, wonky he worked with mo muschamp and made him the coaching waiting he can fucking handle it <laughs> is that what's wrong with him he sapped muschamp's energy yeah. and Thank he spent for... the last 15 years trying to i like to... that you've also now turned him into like rogue from the x-men except yeah. other coaches old man rogue no that's exactly what he is notice a, a constantly rotating series of younger coaches that never really made it there because they were weakened and it's never going to win mm -hmm. best picture mm -hmm. yeah was never yeah. going to win best picture either yeah no this this completely this explains the mac brown like why did must champ leave <laughs> like tired of being that guy's battery to live <laughs> i had to live he's the only one who figured it out like amazing <gasps> like no What's one else the... put put go ahead Shit, never mind. I lost it. There was a Tommy Knockers joke hanging right there, and I let it go by. I'm more than a car battery back. No. I'm a person. Really. <laughs> I'm Will Mustamp, and I'm a person. I'm smart. <laughs> I could do things. <laughs> That's current Georgia special teams coach, Will Mustamp. 
And their special teams are great. Yeah, god damn it. Like, we can't even make fun of Will Muschamp. George is so fucking good, no, we can't even make fun is, of Will Muschamp. This is how good that George, George is, is doing. <laughs> it is overshadowing Will Muschamp's dumb fucking head. I, I swore. I him at the end of that, not unlike a Will Muschamp offense. I, I, I swear we would get weekly jokes out of Will Muschamp being in charge of Georgia's special teams, but no, they don't need special teams for one thing. And, just, and yet again, this is how good Georgia has been this year because uh, they beat our beloved Wildcats. They made it impossible to make fun of Will Muschamp right now, and still we watch them play. Ugh. They're awesome. Hey, there's a, there's a one more SEC matchup that that we haven't gotten to tonight. Oh, oh, which one? Um, Speaking of Muschamp. Uh, hey, Vandy. Hey, Vandy. <laughs> hey, Vandy. Uh, can can we shout out our, our dear former colleague, Christian? Yeah, Christian D'Andrea. Who, uh, <laughs> who, who had a bit of an evening. Uh, he, posted, he posted a menu, uh, a photo of a menu. So Saturday specials, 24 ounce tap beer. Limit 10. He said, how dare you? Did you see that Vandy game? <laughs> so uh, after, after, we're sorry. We, we cannot be we cannot be the spiritual gardens of Vandy football every every week. We are very sorry that we could not be there tonight and bolster the Commodores to another win. After <laughs> but, uh, Vandy nearly went into South Carolina and knocked off the Gamecocks, then Christian had to suffer the indignity of being told he could not drink any more than 240 ounces of beer in one <laughs> In like, one sitting. like if you listen i don't know where he is in nashville trying to drink this but listen if y'all ever want to be the sec for real you got to lift those parameters man the, you got to let you got to put your players in a position to succeed on and off the field you gotta, <laughs> take that restrictor plate right off <laughs> thank you yes that's a much better operation. that would be like telling me i could only eat 30 oysters Bandy fans just grab some kind of south carolina fan that you see around there and uh ask them what restrictor plate means christian d'andrea also coped by tweeting out broke-ass Neilan fans can't even throw honey mustard <laughs> <laughs> i don't understand that joke but i respect, I respect it. It vandy's walking tall tonight <laughs> almost beat south carolina got a quality win over yukon now oh. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so we didn't get to discuss uh, the KJ Jefferson because we cannot get uh, the the Twitter space is the malfunctioning bit, not the not the Felder bit for the record. Uh, the Twitter space is the part that's fucking up, which is weird because it's not anything we're doing. But I do want to give one shout out to the elite fashion sense of the KJ Jefferson family. Yeah, still wearing the theme T-shirts. Yeah still still all in unison in they uniform. Have, if you if you see him in the stands it it's kind of like a three wolf moon shirt but with like kj as the wolf and and tie-dyed and it's fucking resplendent man i love that whole bunch arkansas though like man they look so beat up and tired wouldn't just... you be walking <laughs> imagine the caloric expanse uh doing all that whopping sorry expenditure that they have been through the past oh years. whopping is a tiring sport you walk here, you walk there. Calorically, it's like a 900 calorie an hour endeavor, minimum. And we're just out of walk. We need to take a nap. We need to recharge, maybe get that walk, you know. The stupor weapon. The stupor weapon. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> right now, we need, need to go ahead and get our walk levels up. So go home, eat some cured meats, take a couple of long naps, you know, get back at it after this bye week. 
Oh, good. I'm I, man. I'm glad just for like their haunches as their mm-hmm. their collective haunches that they get a bye week. Being this big makes you sleepy. Seriously. <laughs> Being this beefy. Well, let's just put it this way. It's it's a job. It's a full time job. Whomping this hard. <laughs> I feel it, Arkansas needed the break. Like this is where bye weeks start to kick in, and you absolutely need them. And Arkansas is definitely a team that that at four and three they've come. You know, faster and farther, I think, in year two, even than anyone expected, but they're going to need it. We have uh, one reader. Sorry, I'm backing up a second. We have one reader saying, uh, please don't talk about Michigan. We are trying to rebrand ourselves as a basketball school. It would be really funny if this is the year that took. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is yet more diversion. Yet more diversion. I see what you're doing. Right. But all of you, everyone in Michigan is still very much the Michigan meme of Gordon Ramsay looking at a child and going, oh, that's darling. Whenever the basketball team loses by two and whenever the football team wins by one, they're like, you fucking donkey. Yeah, that's they're still there. I know you, Michigan. I know you. You're, you're still there and you're not going to get out of it. So don't pretend that you're a basketball school now. We're all watching your team. Yeah. Michigan. Yeah. Everyone saw. We're we're all paying very close attention to your team. Um, let's see, who does Michigan have next? Let's it, it, the, their schedule picks up uh, not immediately. They have Northwestern next. They're only playing um, two top ten teams plus uh, the obnoxious Indiana between then. So everything will go fine. Oh man, it's like when the gifted kid lands in with all the other gifted kids for the first time, and they're not the smartest kid in the class anymore. But that usually goes fine. I love the Big Ten scheduling. Oh, they do this every year. They like backload things so their teams get a big plump win loss records and then oh we got half the top 10 and it's like well sure (laughs) and if you get teams to play each other (laughs) (laughs) i wanted to also point out today that uh that on friday syracuse and clemson played and syracuse did the stupidest thing that game made me so depressed that I went to sleep and missed the entirety of two very good games after it. Well, okay, one very good game after it. Yeah. Uh, Dino Babers basically played for a 48-yard field goal at the end of that game. Just lined up like, yeah, sure thing. Now, they do have a good kicker. I don't think a, even a, depending on a very good kicker for a 48-yard field goal when you had fourth and one, to make and potentially get a little bit closer and or score that may not be the move man especially if you're Syracuse I, I just think if you're Syracuse by the way you shouldn't count on good things happening that's just not you know that's not a statistical thing that's just a vibes thing but you're Syracuse don't count on good things happening take some gambles you're, you're not at that point where you go ah sure here's how you know here's how guaranteed good we are we could depend on the marginal plays pretty Sorry, easily. We have a correction from user Hoya Texas that says Syracuse doing the stupidest thing isn't surprising. We regret the error our first. Syracuse is a very good school. I'm just saying that for whatever Syracuse person is listening. Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. It was 52. His career long was 49. Thank you, Eb99. Yeah, lined up for a 52-yarder because that was guaranteed. Band field goals. You should have to have a license as a coach to use field goals. Hey, Ryan, 15 hours ago, you threatened to deploy Italian Brady Hoke tonight. Uh, yeah. Would you like to would you like to update anything about our 
we're gonna about have... our undefeated by the skin of their teeth San Diego State Aztecs. I didn't prep Italian Brady Hoke, unfortunately, so I'll have to we'll have to do it on the Tuesday recording. But I will bring Italian Brady Hoke out because yes, San Diego State remains undefeated, and I think their team account tweeted that he is like maybe the either the only active coach or maybe the only coach ever. With that that one seems very wrong. Who to oh. like start six and zero with like three different schools? Manja, like Brady Hope. That's is right. The greatest coach in human history at any level. September right. a September Hope. Go look them up, by the way. Just by any number of statistical <clears throat> indicators you care to choose, like Brady Hope might be the greatest coach in the world right now. Because <laughs> if you look at him, you go, Ah, this team should be like you know three and four. <laughs> they're, they're not. They're not all that. And they're undefeated completely. They beat Arizona. That's why Brady Hoke's going to survive after society falls. Like Nick Saban is used to like, I have access to top talent and top facilities and blah. Brady Hoke is like, oh, we're going to eat candy wrappers and we're going to make armor out of trash cans. (laughs) And like, he's ready. Did anybody else get a DM at 106 in the morning from the world's strongest man Twitter account asking who had the strongest performance this week? And I thought it was a poll, but I opened it and there's nothing attached to it. They just want to know. Hmm. Let's uh, let's say Mac Brown. Okay, I'm gonna. That's a great point. I'm gonna say Mac Brown. Uh, Ryan, we also had, if I recall, I don't recall what the deal was, but uh, once uh, San Diego State reaches seven and zero, we had some sort of a Brady Hoke agreement. Do you yeah, recall su- what this was? Super, don't remember what that was. It was was that know. a was that a chicken bet? Okay. Sound off in the comments if you remember what this was that Ryan has to do very soon. Well, they could just lie because I don't remember. That's fine. I deserve it. Guess you should have kept your receipts. Ryan, did you have a bad history fact you want to mention? Oh, yeah, I did. This is is going back to the – well, this is going back to the Florida LSU game, which we'll talk about very briefly. Um, So, from 2000 to 2017, Florida, when scoring at least 35 points in a game, went 79-2. and and this is kind of a mix of Florida teams. Ron Zook is in here. Uh, well, Muschamp is in here. Some good teams in there as well. Whatever. The losses, those two losses are to Jackie Sherrill, Mississippi State in 2000. Pure chaos engine. And the 2007, uh, at that season's bowl games, Capital One Bowl lost to Michigan in Lloyd Carr's last game. And now, since Dan Mullen and Todd Grantham have arrived... This is already the third loss Florida has suffered while scoring at least 35 points. A&M last year, Bama in the SEC championship game, and now this loss to LSU. So that's cool. That's a fun thing. Um, that's I, neat. I also... Um, it feels much better than when Spencer tries to do it. Oh. I, I also realized that um, everything is hell in the state of Florida right now from a college football perspective. Right now? Oh, mm. okay. Just from a college football Yeah, Yeah. Gotcha, um, gotcha, gotcha. I, I pulled the the current win-loss records just in conference play because non-conference like doesn't necessarily count for who you played and some of these teams played each other, blah, blah, blah. All, all um, what is it, seven FBS teams in the state of Florida right now have a combined conference record of 6-15. and 15. <laughs> And the one, this is the fucked up part, the team with the best conference winning percentage right now it's Florida State at two and two. That is super fucked up. 
USF is, is fucked up. USF is 0 2. UCF is 1 and 2. Miami is 0 2. That might have been before this. I don't know if that includes this UNC game, but it doesn't matter. FAU is 1 and 2. FIU is 0 and 2. And Florida is 2 and 3. Ryan? God, dang. Hey, but at least Todd Grantham can't defend against the same play when it's run against him multiple times. Maybe Tennessee fans were trying to throw trash towards the state of Florida, where it belongs. <laughs> Maybe that's what was happening. <laughs> And these teams are doing very bad out of conference, typically. Yeah. And oh yeah, Florida Florida State really is not helping in that regard. So yeah, and a lot of these people are fans of the Jaguars or Dolphins, which are <laughs> <laughs> performing yeah. similarly. Shout out Kevin Clark. Um. Yeah. Thank Thank you for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the legendarily consistent and great Tampa Bay Buccaneers for holding it down for the entire state. Um, Ryan, on your level of emotional attachment right now, by the way, because watching the game today, mm-hmm. um, not that I had been necessarily super, uh, super down for the cause that is Dan Mullen anyway, but on a scale of emotional attachment from zero to 10 with 10 being please Papa, no, do not leave me or zero. Uh, I just watched this go out in the trash and I am cheering. Uh, how attached are you to him as the coach next year? at Florida after this game, after this game specifically. I will say like still pretty in the middle because it's like, it all feels very fixable in ways that like, can I, it shouldn't. Yeah, go ahead. I get what you No, wait, wait, let me, I know you're mad. Hang on. Let me jump in. I hear you. And I agree that that is what it looks like, but it's come. Okay. They wanted to. So they did the, the refrain that we have had since last year's title game yeah. episode, the failure state. I'm going to apply that now to a slightly less dire situation. Uh-huh. Felt just so everyone knows Felder has broken out the brown whiskey, so I'm excited about this. Uh by the way, Michael Felder's still hanging out on the Zoom with us and we appreciate it. I it assume is a this Twitter is Wild Turkey. It is a Twitter Spaces issue that is preventing Wild Turkey 101, yep. uh, the official drink of it is 1:12 in the morning. It is a Twitter Spaces issue that is preventing Michael Felder from joining us. Twitter Spaces is fairly new. Uh, and that is where the issue is coming from us tonight. It's not our fault, but it is our haint. Anyway, Todd Grantham had this same problem last year and also every year that he's yes. been at every other school ever. Yeah. And he was retained by Dan Mullen on purpose from this year. So what does that do, I guess, is my question to your assessment of this being fixable. It is fixable, but I don't think there's anything in history to demonstrate that it's fixable by Todd Grantham, who oh, was brought back on that staff this year. On it purpose. is not. It is not. And that's that's sort of where the question, like, look, the, I sincerely doubt they're going to fire Todd Grantham midseason. That would be hilarious. I don't think they're going to fire him at the end of the season, because if they were going to do that, why didn't they do it last year? Because last, like, at least last year, I can understand the argument that, like, Last year was weird for all the no, reasons that argument, we we thought that going into 2020, but that argument stopped holding when Will Muschamp got fired. But they no, no no, but Will Will Muschamp got fired because his team was bad, and while Florida's defense was not particularly good last year, Florida as a team was, and I think they were willing to say, well, enough has gone well. We won the East. We looked surprisingly competitive against Bama for. Um, for a good stretch of the the whole fuck it the whole SEC championship game, mm-hmm. that they were like, why rock the boat? Maybe we can this sort is... of like see enough incremental improvement mm. to get away with it. 
But that obviously wasn't true. Like, I'm not saying I agree with that assessment. I'm saying I understand where it was coming from then. Hmm. Now, this is a team that has already lost three games and hasn't played Georgia. A Georgia team that, as I texted Spencer earlier today, is going to fucking baptize Florida. It's, what's fixed? What's fix- not in the not in any of the usual. Ways. What is fixable? It fixable implies. Here's the thing, that, and let me back up even further. I this is not. This sounds rhetorical, but it's not. I do not understand why Todd Grantham keeps getting these jobs. Is like if he is some sort of ace crackerjack recruiter. I have never heard about it. Um, how long, Spencer, how long ago was that? It's been a few years and we've got some new listeners. Do you want to tell the Houston Louisville story again? Oh, when, well, uh, we went, we, to, we see... went to, we, we went to Houston in 2016 to see, uh, what we thought was going to be the Lamar Jackson show. And it turned out to be, uh, the Ed Oliver show. Yeah, this was, it was a fantastic game and not in the direction we thought about, but we were sitting in the press box at Houston with some Louisville beat writers and, Forgive me, I don't remember which beat writer this was. I believe it was a Louisville guy, but he was he was sitting like two down from us. I had never met this guy before, and I so I I hadn't really talked to him a lot before the game. And then in the like the third quarter of the game, you hear him muttering, and he was like, "Oh, here comes the emotional blitzes." And this guy proceeded to call like eight of Todd Grantham's plays in a row because he said when Todd Grantham gets mad. He always calls the same play. And so this guy was like, oh, here comes the A-gap. And we would look down and here comes the A-gap blitz. And how long did this go on? Oh, this went on the entire game, whole game. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't until like the third quarter that I figured out this beat writer was was calling plays. Yeah. Because Todd Grantham is that predictable. He's been that way for at least that long. And he keeps getting these marquee jobs. And I am, this is not a rhetorical question. It's like, oh, I can't figure out why people keep hiring that guy. Why do people keep hiring that guy? I don't know. You go nine. It's also, listen, Mark, this guy made Mark Richt do a cuss. We forget about this. Mm -hmm. We forget about this is a man who made Mark Richt cuss on a live microphone. This is a guy who fights. This is the guy who tried to fight James Franklin at midfield after a game. What is the appeal? I don't, I am baffled continually by his ability to hang around because these are things that we been have known about this guy and however many plue perfect past tenses I can layer onto that. But I, I can't come, come up with any more stunning indictment than Mark Richt called you a dumbass on television. Yeah. You yeah, made man. our pastor cuss. You did that. And anyway, back, back over to you, big guy. I'm the one who wasn't supposed to get mad about this. Yeah. I don't know what's fixable. There's nothing fixable. There's nothing fixable if you have that person coordinating half the team. And there's nothing fixable if you're a person. That's, no, that's, no, you, what? You, no, 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 no. There's nothing fixable if you are the head coach who believes that that is the solution. You are also, there's nothing fixable if you go into a press conference and say, yeah, we don't have much speed at the corners. Whose problem is that? You're fucking Florida. Like, I am mad on Florida's. This is how weird this is. I am mad on Florida's behalf. <laughs> I am mad on behalf of Florida and I am a double legacy degree Tennessee fan. It is. Why don't 
what on earth is your excuse for not having speed at the corners? No, you are Florida. I am angry. I just I have like today was like not that I had a whole you lot of faith. You can go out anyway. and swing a dead cat in Gainesville nah. and hit 10 to 12 five star corners. Where are they? Yeah, I just I don't have any like at this point, like it's not that this was a real faith based relationship like, anyway. A but crime, like, No, but a crime was committed today and the yeah. victim's name was the game of football. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I got like I got nothing. Like if you just wanted to get, if you just want like, if it if at the end of the season it's bye, it's fine. I don't care. Go get James Franklin. He'll be what? Go get James Franklin. And you know what James Franklin oh, will do? Mama's calling. James, He'll bring James Franklin home to his J- real conference. James Franklin James, will bring you an offensive coordinator that you'll hate instead. You know what? I don't really care because you know what James Franklin will bring in? He'll stock it with five stars. He'll waste all three timeouts in the first half because he saw a couple of cool dogs he wanted to go pet because he's excitable and he gets distracted in high pressure situations at the end of halves. I don't really care. Yeah, but you already have clock management problems. Right. So what? May I make a gentle, gentle suggestion to you? No. My friend, Spencer Hall. Sure. I don't think the result of the Florida LSU game is something that anyone should base any life decisions <laughs> on whatsoever. It's the first good point. This is the first good point you have made. What do you mean it's the first good point he's made? It's the first good point you've made in this. Don't take this out on Ryan. I think it's the first point you've let him make. Mm. Also true, but you know what? Irrelevant. Because because he didn't make good points the rest of the time. He could have talked right over me and he didn't. Because he's polite and that was his first mistake. <sighs> He talks all over me. Yeah. By the way, Utah. Well, I'm a girl. But uh, because Felder cannot speak on this, but he is listening. Uh, and because it is actually happening, Utah is up 35-21 over my beloved Sun Devils. It looks like the Utes I are I truly, about to... madly, deeply cannot believe that those flip-flop helmets did not do better for Arizona State. They are flames. Utah's dressed like South Carolina tonight for reasons I can't recall. I can tell that they're not South Carolina because they're about to win a football game. I did want to. I do kind of like Arizona State's helmets, but I also think they kind of look like the wrap on a 2007 Honda Civic what SI. What makes that less Arizona State? No, it's perfect. It really okay. is perfect, but it does look like the wrap on, like you know, a severely boosted 2007 Honda Civic SI. Yeah, but they're gonna lose. They're gonna lose them and never wear them again. Like orange pants. Don't ever wear orange pants. Try to tell you. Remember, so they wore orange pants because why? Because what happened the last time they wore orange pants? There was some kind of historical significance. Florida? Yeah. Oh, all orange. That was the fourth and the fourth and goal stand. But the time before that, it y'all lost to it was like 20, what, 13. And y'all, that was that weird game that y'all lost to Ole Miss. And I remember it because I said, when Tennessee wears orange pants, they're fucking cursed. And then y'all went out and lost to a bad Ole Miss team. (sighs) Michael Felder says, for everyone's benefit, fast and furious face ass helmets. It's not wrong. We are winding down on football things uh there's one thing i want to discuss has everyone seen the waffle house waitress pulls a gun story which one <laughs> the new one mm, from today's from, uh it, from fridays from friday uh, i haven't read it it just sort of um jason i believe felt similar to all the other ones it on. did but this one struck me because it was the man complaining that a waffle house waitress pulled a gun on him which first of all how dare you be he complained about the cheese on his eggs at the Waffle House. I think it was the Waffle House by the Varsity. Mm. And I actually don't know how he made it out of there alive, which, again, how dare you? Yeah, that's uh, 
That's one of the more iconic Waffle Houses. You should consider yourself mm-hmm. lucky to uh, to even be in that establishment. Yeah, man, and, you're on hallowed ground. And if you were assigned cheese, you were assigned cheese. Mm. Or vice I versa. Think, I believe his object. I only heard the news broadcast in the other room, but I believe his objection was that the cheese was not crisp enough. There's a great moment in there Sprinkle where... Sprinkle some gunpowder on it, man. Where in one of his thickest, one of the thickest Georgia accents possible... He said, so she pulled and she had the gun pointed at me once I sent the eggs back because they didn't have cheese. She had the gun pointed at me and I said, you tripping, you're not going to do anything with that. And then he makes a cocking motion with his hand on the news and goes, and then she cocked it. And I said, oh, I guess I was wrong (laughs) and you're about to do something. And he laughs and it is the funniest goddamn thing. Oh, no. Is this I can't tell if this Hawkeye Nation post is real or not. I'm going to assume it is. Okay, so uh, one of our one of our favorite reply guys, R.E. Golf, uh, has sent us this what purports to be a Hawkeye Nation post, and the title is "In Search of Lawyer in Indiana." I'm going to read this aloud. Today at 5 p.m., I bought a block of 400 motel rooms in Indianapolis last week for the weekend of the Big Ten title game. I was like 400 hotel rooms. And I realized, oh, you're going to resell these, right? The customer service rep said they were cancelable. But when I called two minutes ago to cancel, they said they were not cancelable and they're charging my credit card $400 per room. If anybody knows of a lawyer in Indiana who can get me out of this, please let me know ASAP. Uh, if there are any Indiana lawyers listening to us right now, uh, I, so I know a guy who I bet you can a fleece for a whole lot of money. Kirk Ferentz bailed this man out. Kirk. Oh, that's true. He's rich enough. Is this man is saying he doesn't want to go watch Minnesota, Michigan? <laughs> Michigan's not that good. Stop looking at us. Stop I, 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 I'm associating them with Minnesota, who's bad. No, we were being Michigan. No, I know. I know. That's what I'm uh, saying. I'm 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 tamping down the hype. I'm saying you're only good as Minnesota. That's all I'm saying. Wink wink. But are you Minnesota good? Don't look over my shoulder when I'm doing Model UN. <laughs> oh boy! Um, anything else before we before we shut this bar down? Looks like Arizona State's going to lose to Utah. Ugh, you hate to see it. All right, y'all. For Michael Felder, who has been our stalwart, our stalwart companion, I am having a small stroke uh, all night. Uh, for Spencer Hall, who's going to go eat thirty nine more oysters. Because I can. Ryan and Jason, do you want to sign yourselves off? I feel bad speaking for y'all. No, just follow in the bleachers on Twitter.com. Follow yeah. in the bleachers on Twitter.com. Listen to Hand in the Dirt, a gardening podcast about college football, really a lifestyle podcast. Uh, you will be able to find this show tomorrow on the full cast after dark podcast feed that is separate from our regular Wednesday show. It'll also be on the Levitard and Friends feed. And you can find our regular show on Wednesdays. Uh, wherever you find your finer and less reputable podcasts. Uh, Thank you to the goodness, 1,271 of you still hanging in with us. We had over 2,000 at the peak. Uh, If y'all want some real fun and you feel petty, go look at another Twitter space run by organizations like Fox Sports, NASCAR, Major League Baseball during the week. See how many people they pull. We think that's pretty funny. I think that's it. Yeah. Good night.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.